What it do? How y'all doing? Good people. Good people. How y'all doing? What it do? Um, took a day off. I'm back at it today. Of course, had to do some research. Had to let other people make their move that's involved in the Breonna Taylor situation. Of course, uh, another day, no justice for Breonna Taylor. The slogan used to be another day, another dollar. Another day, no justice for Breonna Taylor. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for the positive messages that you guys have been sending me. You guys have been keeping my spirits alive, keeping my motivation going. I want to thank Team Fire Emoji, Team Fire Emoji. Y'all are the flame that keeps my fuel burning uh, and that keep my desire alive to bring down the walls of racism and bust the pipes of corruption. You guys are nothing but motivation. That's what it's going to take. We must motivate one another if anybody's going to strive or be good at anything in life. If anybody is going to strive or be good at anything in life, it's going to take motivation so i want to thank you guys for the motivation i want to talk about a lot of things today but of course i always want to open up the show talking about brianna taylor and the fact that the louisville justice system well kentucky justice system has failed to get brianna taylor justice of course you see a lot of movement going on in the case right now for some strange reason sam aguilar is still allowed to speak for brianna taylor and represent the family which is unheard of which is a complete red flag to let you guys know what type of corruption we're dealing with as i said before and i'll say it again in my book brianna taylor's family's in on the corruption uh, they settled for the money and took sam aguilar's bad horrible advice and they participated in covering up the murder of their loved one on top of that they are still moving forward with sam aguilar which blows my mind after he showed how much an unprofessional attorney he is and i've proven that he really wasn't even the one who solved the case he wasn't even the one who really knew what was going on uh, that's why he brought me in so completely blows my mind also i want you guys to understand the silence of ben crump ben crump was all over the place prior to the money but since brianna taylor's got the money and i've exposed the corruption you no longer hear anything about ben crump what ben crump has done he has uh, pretty much moved on to the next family and he's going to set them up for money and then failure when it comes to justice that's his job that's what he does also, I want to give you guys a recap on how I feel about Tamika Mallory. She ain't shit, never will be shit. Well, she got a chance to be shit if she sit down and learn from people like myself and stop being about the money and stop being a sellout. Y'all need to understand that Tamika Mallory is a professional agitator. She gets paid to lead people into the wrong direction. Not only does she lead you to the bridge, but she also pushes you off. And that's what she's done with so many people here in Louisville. She's led them to the bridge and literally pushed them off. And they're now in the middle of the Ohio River drowning in political bullshit. So I want you guys to understand I don't come here to start anything. I don't come here to tear up the community. What I do, I come here to bust the pipes of corruption. I don't care what color you are. If you are participating in the pipes of corruption, you best to believe that I am on your ass and I am out to get you and expose you. I want you guys to know that uh, I strongly believe that I can tear down the walls of racism and bust the pipes of corruption with your support and without your support. It'll happen faster if I got you guys support. But if you guys don't support me, it's not going to stop me. I'm still going to keep going. Of course, I want all the support I can get. But at the same time, you guys are not going to keep me from doing what I've, what I've been called to do. Like I said, uh, the focus on the show, at the top of the show, I always want to talk about Breonna Taylor and the fact that there's another day and no justice. Uh, I've stated that, and I'm going to state it again, and I'll state it again. Breonna Taylor, another day and no justice, which is a shame. Uh, as you can see, as we're getting closer and closer to the presidential election, 
Sam Aguilar and a few others are starting to turn up the heat and they starting to release some of the evidence that I've already told you guys about over a month ago. Uh, these guys are strictly uh, trying to carry out a political agenda. The only thing they have, the only mission that they have is carrying out a political agenda. Sam Aguilar can give two fucks about justice for Brianna. It's very clear that he can care less about that. If you listen to the phone call, he tells you right then and there that he doesn't care pretty much. And he tells you that it was pretty much all about the money. Sam Aguilar, I lost all respect for the guy. He had me believing that he had a game plan the whole time. Well, his game plan was to sell out Breonna Taylor and to come up a few more million dollars as he's done over the years with his career and to come up with money to create a new commercial. So uh, Sam Aguilar, good luck with your new commercial. I'm sure to have better quality, better cameraman, probably have a whole better storyline because the shit that you run on TV now is cheesy and corny as fuck. Also, I would say this, man, to black people, uh, quit letting Sam Aguilar use you in his commercial. That man is clearly not out for the culture. He is out to use the culture. I'm not ready to just call this man a complete flat out racist. But at the end of the day, I will say this. He doesn't give two fucks about us. He put us all in this commercial and makes it as if he cares about us. But Sam Dutton, reason I know, because this man participated in covering up a young black queen's murder. Sam Aguilar participated in covering up a young black queen's murder. I would never respect him for that. Had the opportunity to speak to Sam a little over two weeks ago. A little over two weeks ago, Sam texted my phone telling me that I'm the GOAT. And that I'm basically Michael Jordan when it comes to all this stuff, which he's right. But at the same time, I just want to tell you, Sam, I appreciate the compliment. And I want to tell you that you're uh, a snake. Uh, you're an anaconda when it comes to this stuff. You gave me a compliment of calling me the goat. So I'm going to give you a compliment of calling you the anaconda. You're the biggest snake in the game. And eventually, I hope it's off with your head because that's the only way to kill a snake is to be off with his head. So I hope somebody exposes something about you that puts it into your rhetoric and your bullshit as an attorney that is selling people out, especially people that are getting killed. It's okay to sell people out here and there in the name of car accidents who didn't get killed and you shortchange them on their money and how much they should get. But it's never going to be okay to shortchange people when it comes to their life and covering up the fact that they was murdered. Zero respect for you. And as again, uh, again, you called me the GOAT, so it's only right that I call you the Anaconda. You are the biggest snake in the game, along with Tamika Mallory and Benjamin Crump. So, there's a lot to talk about tonight. First thing I want to hop into and talk about is the political agenda. The political agenda is strong, and it's alive uh, that's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. There is a real deal political agenda that's taking place all over the country, but I say to all my Louisvillians to pay attention to what's going on right here in your city, because what's going on right here in your city is a direct, a direct front row seat that lets you know exactly what goes on on the big court as far as the presidential election, because it's the exact same thing. If you can point out who the fuck boys are here locally, you'll be able to point out who the fuck boys are on a national level because they all play the exact same role. They're all here to deceive us and to confuse us and to lead us to a bridge and make us jump off and drown in political bullshit. Um, I need you guys to know that a lot of these people who are out here on these campaign trails, they started out as protesters. They started out as protesters here in Louisville, Kentucky that was not even real protesters. They were strictly clout chasers. They was down there because the cameras was there. I urge every last one of you people to do your research on some of these so-called leaders and some of these people who are leading the Louisville protest movement now. And what you will find out about these people is mind-blowing. A lot of these people have never been able to hold jobs let alone be able to take care of our whole culture and lead a whole protest. But yet a lot of these people couldn't even hold jobs. A lot of these people right now don't even have jobs. Um, 
at the end of the day, uh, leadership is a very, very, very important role. And I think it's um, I, I think it's I, I think it's our job and our duty to hold that position to some type of standards. Uh, to me, Louisville have shown, you know, we, we've shown exactly uh, what type of city we are, where our IQ level uh, lies as a city. We let people like, um, I won't even say their names no more because they're not even worth me saying their names, but we let these people, um, we let these people step into position of leadership. We give these people the microphone. These people uh, jump in front of the microphone and then they attempt to talk about things that they have zero clue about. I will say this, everybody's so caught up in the election and voting. Well, last time I checked, when it comes to the politician and people who got two different stands, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, they come together and they debate at least three times and they lay it all out. I challenge anyone, anyone in Louisville who has, especially the protesters, anyone who has anything against me and don't believe in anything that I'm saying, I challenge you. If you want to set up a debate, we can set up a debate. A lot of people are going to jump in my inbox and say they want to do it because they want some clout. Hey, I just might let you get some clout, but I'm willing to debate with anybody in front of an audience and prove that you people have no clue what you're talking about. And I say you people, not talking to the people who do have a clue what they're talking about. It's a shitload of people. I like to think up into the 98, 99% of people in this city that have zero clue what the hell is going on. Uh, maybe there's a 1% or one and a half or point half percent of people in the city that know what's going on. But for the most part, this city is completely dumb as fucking blind. That's why you got people like that y'all claim y'all don't agree with and such and such running the city because y'all don't have a clue how to do anything or get anything accomplished or to put people in the leadership position. So blame yourself. At the end of the day, I want you people to understand that you got these so-called leaders down in Jefferson Square talking about Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, and it's okay to talk about Mitch, and it's okay to have a stance against Mitch because that's what we're here for. We're all here to have certain stands, and if you stand against Mitch, I have nothing against you. But I do have something against what these people are trying to claim while they stand against him. If you listen to the stories and the rhetoric that comes out their mouth, it is completely absurd. I heard someone uh, earlier today, somebody sent me a live streamer's video, and you know who was talking. Uh, the biggest dummy in the city was talking, and he was speaking on Mitch McConnell. And the guy said something on the lines that Mitch McConnell got caught with 100 keys, or they found 100 keys on his boat, and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, none of that has nothing to do with nothing because he tried to go on a tour and talk about how Mitch McConnell isn't doing anything for the crack epidemic, but he's doing things for the opioid uh, epidemic, and he is allowing them to get fresh needles and stuff like that. Uh, I need you people to understand when it comes to giving these people free needles, it has nothing to do with black and white. The guy went on a tour and he made it as if crack is a black man's game and heroin is a white man's game. And Mitch McConnell is looking out for the people who are doing heroin by giving them fresh needles. No, that is something called looking out for your city and humane. It's looking out for the human race, period, when you give a fresh needles. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to the heroin game, a lot of diseases could be spreaded, and at the end of the day, you don't even have to be a heroin user to reap some of the bullshit that comes with heroin addicts using needles and sharing needles. So, yes, I think it's important as a culture for us to make sure those guys have fresh needles because at the end of the day, if they don't have fresh needles, then you guess what? Me, you, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your cousin just might have some fresh AIDS because that's how easily stuff is spreaded. You don't have to be doing heroin to get the diseases that some of these heroin junkies are using.
Last time I checked, heroin people are people who work in restaurants. They work everywhere. Some of them might be your attorney. Some of them might be your lawyer, might be your pastor. There are a lot of different people that does heroin. And at the end of the day, we need to clean up that community, starting with fresh needles. It's a monster of a disease. It's hard to get those people off of it. But it's very simple to keep them from spreading diseases. And all we got to do is make sure they got fresh needles. And as a country, I think it's great that we do that. Uh, I don't agree with anyone who does heroin, but I think it's great as a country that we try to provide them with fresh needles. Because at the end of the day, they can spread that stuff. And people who have nothing to do with heroin can catch these diseases. I need you guys to understand that when it comes to tearing down Mitch McConnell, you can't go about it the way that these guys are going about doing it. Um, you got to understand Louisville, Kentucky is one of the few and just might be the only now after this uh, election Democratic city in the state of Kentucky. So at the end of the day, uh, Mitch McConnell is a Republican. He is a Republican and his job is to please the masses. Why would you focus on pleasing a city in Louisville, Kentucky that knows nothing about politics? Most people in the city could not even break down the branches and tell you what each branch does. But yet you think Mitch McConnell should piss off the rest of the state and then please Louisville, Kentucky. No, folks, that's asshole backwards. If you want Mitch McConnell to do anything for us, we must first learn the game of politics. We must learn how it works before you enter that world and start telling those politicians what they should do. At the end of the day, you got people down in Jefferson Square trying to talk about what Mitch should be doing and what he ain't doing. At the end of the day, last time I checked, Mitch McConnell is making over 85% of this state happy. So he's doing a great job as far as what he do. His job is to make the state of Kentucky happy. And if you've been elected for 36 years plus, then that means you're doing a great job. The state keeps electing you and keep electing you. So you're making somebody happy. He might not be making the city of Louisville happy, but at the end of the day, who is making this city happy? This city is a joke. The city doesn't stand for anything. The city doesn't even support anything. You got the Muhammad Ali Center, one of the greatest men to ever walk the earth. In my book, the greatest man to walk the earth. One of a guy who's right here from Louisville, Kentucky, in that center, Muhammad Ali Center, over the years have struggled to stay open. That's how much of a joke this city is. This city cannot even provide the right funds to keep this Muhammad Ali Museum open. And Muhammad Ali is right from Louisville and one of the greatest people in my book, the greatest person to ever walk the earth. And this city cannot even provide the correct funds to keep it open. So Louisville, you should not be speaking on anything. You don't support Muhammad Ali. And I know you don't support politics, let alone know anything about politics. But for some strange reason, you guys are being used by Tamika Mallory and the Democrats to jump on a campaign trail and make their picture look beautiful when you guys know zero about anything. And it's sad. Uh, also, I point out the fact that Mitch McConnell... Uh, it's not that I agree or disagree with him. I just disagree with the people who are trying to pull him down and how they're trying to pull him down. Your tactics completely suck. You want to speak on Mitch McConnell, but at the end of the day, you have people who look like you, people who are in your community, these pastors who are more hands-on than Mitch McConnell. They're more visible in the community, yet they don't do anything. And you guys don't hold them to any type of standard. You cannot just have a standard for somebody like a Mitch McConnell. You got to have a standard. The same standard that you have for a Mitch McConnell, you should have for a Reverend Cosby and the rest of these pastors that are running around here that are completely jokes. I also want to let people know who are following Tamika D. Mallory. There's only two reasons why you're following her. You're either following Tamika Mallory because you're stupid or you're evil. You pick it. It's either one of the two. I'm here to wake you up. If you're stupid, I'm here to help you uh, become a smarter person. And if you're evil, then you're fucked. You're going to hell. You're probably going to burn forever. But anyway, uh, according to y'all beliefs, that's what's going to happen. But anyway, Tamika Mallory, 
she she's amping it up now. She's they're going to nine different states. I think they covered a few of them already. It's no longer about justice for Breonna Taylor. It's strictly about voting. How to get there? I don't know. Actually, I do know how I got there because that's what she gets paid to do. But how people from my city got there is sad. It's completely sad. People in Louisville are so broke that they would jump on a tour bus and an airplane with people they know nothing about and then go and carry out their political agendas knowing nobody in this city knows nothing about politics. I cannot wait to debate with any of those guys. I got a feeling none of them would ever debate with me because it would become utterly embarrassing. If they ever jump on stage with me, I dare any of them. Y'all get them from Maxwell to Chris Williams to Tamika Mallory to Benjamin Crump, Sam Aguilar. Get any of them on stage with me. I promise you I will flat out embarrass them. I want the debate. I want all the smoke. I'm not running from anything. And at the end of the day, I want you people to know I will continue. I will continue. I will continue to expose these people in an attempt to bust the pipes of corruption and tear down the walls of racism. There's a lot to talk about, and I try my best to talk about everything. That's why I've speeded up my voice, and I try to talk a little fast now, because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. I need you folks, no matter what I talk about or what I don't talk about, make sure you take time out your day. If it's no more than an hour, at least 30 minutes to do some type of research. Go over everything that you read. Anytime you read anything, figure out who wrote it. Figure out what is the person who wrote that article's uh, credentials. Are they good? Are they have political agendas? Who are they tied to? It's important, folks, because there's a lot of stories on the Internet that are fake. There's a lot of stories on the Internet that I put out there to get your mind off the truth. I'm simply a guy who's out here. I don't stand for any party. I don't have any political ties. I don't have any religious ties. I believe in one thing. That's the higher power. And I'm cool with calling him God. And that's what I believe in. I don't have any type of Catholic or Christian agenda or any type of Democrat or Republican agenda. And I think that's the way to go because most of these people, when they speak, you hear immediately, oh, they're Christian, they're Catholic, they're this, they're such and such, they're Muslim, or they're Democrat, they're Republican, conservative, and all that stuff. I don't believe in none of that stuff. I simply believe in becoming a better person, being a better man, and trying your best to affect this world in a positive way. I want you folks to know... As the election gets closer, Sam Aguilar is going to make it look like he is Team Brianna. I want you guys to understand over the last month, the silence. Why so much silence? A lot of this stuff that he has put out, he could have put it all out in one day. A lot of this stuff that's going on, he could have put it into it immediately before the decision. But he chose not to. Why? Political agenda. I also want you guys to pay attention what the local news stations are doing. The local news stations, pay attention to all the stories that are on the news tonight. A lot of bullshit. You'll see some of these stupidest stories on the news. But for some reason, the news has elected not to cover anything that I have exposed when it comes to the Breonna Taylor case. Now, I need you folks to realize this. When it came to Breonna Taylor and her ex-boyfriend, whose jail phone call had nothing to do with nothing, but for some reason, national media... They blasted Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend's jail phone call. They blasted all over, all over the world. That phone call was aired all over the world. But yet, but yet, when I exposed the conversation between me and Sam Aguilar, the local news did not even pick it up. And the local live streamers did not even pick it up. Something is to be said about that, folks. you got to pay attention. There is a political agenda and a cover-up going on. And I need you guys to realize this. <clears throat> Sam Aguilar brought me in on the world's biggest case at the moment. And at the time, I had no type of college experience or no type of legal experience. He brought me in, and not only did he bring me in, but he failed to keep my mouth closed. I came out and told you guys the truth. And what I need you guys to understand is Sam Aguilar is still, is still allowed to represent Breonna Taylor and speak for her and her family. 
that lets you know what, folks, that her family is in on the cover-up, too. How does a family find out that Sam Aguilar let somebody who didn't even have a legal degree or any type of legal experience? On top of that, I was facing charges at the time by the same cop, Brett Hankinson. I was facing charges. He brought me in and allowed me to work that case. That is what you call unethical. And there should be some type of punishment that's coming from the bar. The Bar Association, which is responsible for holding lawyers accountable for unethical work, they should be stepping in and doing something. To my knowledge, they have not done nothing. Sam Aguilar's license should have been pulled from him ASAP. This is utterly embarrassing. Even though I did good work, this is utterly embarrassing that the fact that something like this can take place when you're supposed to be called a so-called professional. On top of that, you're supposed to be recognized as one of the best in the state at what you do. But yet... You needed the help from somebody who did not even attend college. You could not even get that case solved. On top of that, once I solved the case, you do not put out any of my work. And now you are putting out the work slowly but surely. This is sickening. This is sad. The bar needs to step in. Sam Aguilar's license needs to be pulled ASAP. Like I said, it's a fact. It's a fact that Breonna Taylor's family or her mother is in on it. Breonna Taylor's mother is in on it. Why? Because she still stands by Sam Aguilar. She still stands by Tamika Mallory. And she still let those people speak for her after they covered up the fact that her daughter was murdered. Tamika Mallory, she gets under my skin. I cannot stand that woman for the simple fact that I knew immediately that she had one agenda and one goal. And she was paid to do one thing. And that was to switch the narrative. So when Breonna Taylor did not get justice, Tamika Mallory came outside of City Hall and immediately, immediately switched the narrative and started talking bad about Daniel Cameron. And we need to realize, folks, that that was all scripted. That was all to take our attention off the fact that the girl did not get justice. They made this about Daniel Cameron. It should have never been about Daniel Cameron. The focus should have remained, should have remained on Brett Hankinson and Breonna Taylor and the rest of those police officers and what truly happened. For some reason, folks, I told y'all that Kenneth Walker was going to be the guy that ended up getting blamed for this murder. As y'all can see, slowly but surely, it's going to get there. They're going to end up blaming Kenneth Walker before they blame the police. Now, here's the thing. The police ultimately should go down and will go down as the murder. Well, I'm going to say should. I'm not going to say will because when it comes to corruption, you just don't know. The police should go down as the murderers. But I'm telling you right now. They will pin it on Kenneth Walker and they would make it look really good before they allow one of their officers to go down for murder. So, Kenneth Walker, get ready, buddy. You're up next. It's like going into the DMV. You pull that little ticket, number 55. Well, guess what, buddy? You're number 55. They're about to call your name. Get ready to smile and take your picture. You're about to be booked for murder. So, I need you folks to understand. Um, I need you to understand that. Like I told you guys months ago, I've already solved this case. I know exactly what happened, how it happened, and why it happened. Uh, I'm just waiting on my opportunity to, uh, you know, get investigated or the feds or anybody to come and take any type of statement from me. For some reason, uh, the feds, Daniel Cameron, nobody on uh, Brianna's family, or any, nobody's reached out. Nobody wants to take a statement, and I'm sitting right here telling you guys. And Sam Aguilar has told you guys, too, um, that... I'm the best at this. I've done this. I solved this. But for some reason, uh, the feds, uh, public integrity unit, nobody, nobody wants to take any type of statement from me. This case is moving forward without its number one, without its MVP. I'm the MVP of this case, but yet they keep moving forward 
and keeping the MVP on the bench. It's okay. I could use the rest. I'm getting some rest right now. But I hope some way, somehow, I end up in the Supreme Court. I hope some way, somehow, um, I'm able to tell my side of the story and what happened. Uh, I'm not going to just tell my side of the story. I'm going to prove what happened. I'm going to prove why I got brought in to work with Sam Aguilar. I'm going to expose all the corruption. I'm going to expose why that girl was killed. I'm going to tell the whole truth. I'm not sparing nobody. And um, I hope the opportunity comes. I know this country doesn't like truth, so I'm not sure if that opportunity is going to come. But if it does come, folks, I promise nobody will have to speak out to me. I would prove it. Uh, I would prove it without uh, beyond reasonable doubt that every last one of these people are involved with this situation. And I would break it all down. I would show the money trails. I would show how they're all making money. I would show the political ties. I would show exactly what goes on in our justice system. If our justice system is ready to change its ways, starting with the corrupt people that's right here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I want you guys to know that um, I've been there, there's been big time families reach out to me. Uh, of course, uh, my attorney here locally uh, on my cases was Rob Egger. Uh, at the end of the day, Rob Egger is respected as a very, very good attorney, very good attorney. I need you guys to know this with all due respect to Rob Egger. Rob Egger represented me in my cases, but Rob Egger didn't have to do any work. I just used Rob Egger for his name. He's a, he's a fighter and he's fiery in the courtroom, so I used him for that. But at the end of the day, I had already put my case together. I had all my evidence and I aligned my case. Rob Egger just basically went in there and spoke on my behalf and went over the stuff that I gave him, the notes, and the fact that I, I had already put my case together, he just went over to all my notes and, and spoke what I needed him to speak in the courtroom. Rob Egger's a great attorney. He's right there. Most consider him the best in the state. Uh, I need you guys to understand this. When it comes to uh, a lot of people think Frank Muscagney is up there with Rob Egger and, and one of the best, I need you guys to understand this. Uh, his family, Frank Muscagney, his family, all of three days ago, has reached out to me and has been reaching out to me uh, over the course of the last two years about certain things. And we've been speaking about a lot of things, but um, I don't trust that family. Don't have any respect for them at all right now. And I have my reasons. They reached out to me a couple of days ago trying to let me know that they're interested in helping me get this case to the Supreme Court. And I told them straight up, I don't trust y'all and I'm not interested in working with you guys. Uh, hadn't heard anything back from them since I sent that text message, but it is what it is. I don't trust them. Uh, I know those guys personally know what's going on in the city as far as the fake search warrants. And for some reason, they never elected to expose it. So on that note, I don't trust them. On top of that, I had a situation uh, with the local club and we were supposed to get a settlement together. And for some reason, uh, those guys tried to hit me with some type of form of slandering or uh, not slandering but embezzlement. And on that note, I would never trust that family. So I said it to y'all in the text message. I'll say it publicly. I don't trust y'all and I don't want to work with you guys. That's to the Miscagney family. And I can give two fucks about your last name. I don't care about none of that shit. You people don't scare me at all. So got that out the way. Also, I want you guys to realize this, man. Everybody out here is so amped up about voting. Um, I asked the question, still haven't got an answer, but I'll ask it again. What has voting done for us? And when I say us, I'm not just saying black people. Um, I'm just saying people who are not rich, people who are, what has voting done for us, especially black people, but what has voting done for us? It's done absolutely nothing. Um, voting to me is just like dope. 
voting and dope is the same thing because vote dope vote dope they both make you feel like you're doing something they make they both make you feel like you're about to make the problem go away they may both make you feel good for the moment all you guys are going to feel good for the rest of the year or, or maybe on up into next summer oh i voted oh i voted and y'all gonna think change is going to take place well guess what it's not going to take take place nothing's going to happen shit going to stay the same i need you to understand how many presidents especially black people how many presidents ha have we had since the late 1960s how many presidents have we had since martin luther king got killed how much shit has changed absolutely nothing nothing has changed nothing has changed we're still oppressed we're still denied things because of the color of our skin and at the end of the day we're still flir flirting with being uh homeless you and me are a job away from being homeless we really are we're a job away from being homeless we got grandmothers we got grandfathers that work their ass off their whole life and they have nothing in the bank. They can barely make it. What has voting done? Voting is corrupt. Until you wake up and realize that, then this country's going to keep building the empire of corruption. Got to realize that, folks. Got to realize that voting does absolutely nothing. It works just like a drug. It makes you feel good. It makes you think you're fixing the problem. But you're not fixing shit at all. At all. There's no difference between George Bush, the first George Bush, Bill Clinton, and the second George Bush, and Obama, and Donald Trump. There's no difference at all. There's no difference. Also, I want you guys to know this, man. Every time somebody in Louisville is, um, comes up with reform, the news wants to cover reform. Reform, reform, reform. We got to reform for this. We got to reform for search warrants. We got to reform for this. All this type of reform, and they want to cover this. Let me tell y'all something, folks. You're working asshole backwards. How in the hell are you going to come up with reform? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the law is. It don't matter what law gets broke. It don't matter how the law is written up. If corruption is in place, they're going to get away with it. That's what makes corruption corruption, the fact that people can get away with illegal things. So until you folks focus on exposing corruption and join my side and help expose corruption, it don't matter what you come up with. It don't matter what kind of reform you come up with. It's not going to be effective because corruption is still what's running this city and this state and this country. So you take your little reform and you wipe your ass with it and you try to flush it down the toilet and you watch the shit overflow because you folks don't know how to get your plumbing correct. You don't know how to get your plumbing correct. You folks are running around Talking about, I'm going to fix this by doing that. No, it's asshole backwards. As long as corruption is around, it don't matter what the laws are. It means that people can get away with any and everything. That's what makes corruption corruption. You have the ability to go over the law's head. You have the ability to get away with things. Like I said, folks, I'll continue to fight. I'll continue to wake you guys up. I continue to be fearless. And I will continue to try to get justice for Breonna Taylor. Some days my spirits are low. Other days my spirits are high. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to continue to fight. Some days I'm going to hit hard. Some days I'm going to hit soft. But I will always throw punches in the name of getting justice. I will always throw punches in the name of trying to make sure my culture becomes smarter. And making sure my culture and my people wake up and realize what's going on and i always throw punches to better this country but for me it's not just about this country it's about bettering this world but we got to start somewhere 
and I'm starting right here in Louisville, Kentucky. I want to thank all you guys for tuning in to the show today. I will continue to do my research. I will continue to break things down to you. I will continue to expose corruption, and I will continue to stand up to all the evil people that are taking part in this corruption. I thank you all for watching. Y'all have a nice night.